Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. I'm just curious, how much time are you investing in building and boosting your professional image online? Because, you know, given the demands of the modern finance professional, you know, not just delivering our day jobs, but also keeping up with our industry trends, professional trends and what's going on all over the place, you know, there's others out there. Uh, such as potential employers, peers and so on, who are checking out our own online images to see how strong our profiles are really are. Because that was a question asked to me by an interviewer for Financial Management magazine. And actually, I share some of my thoughts in the link to that article as well. But also, there was I wasn't the only one interviewed. There was some other good advice provided. So I thought I'd share those thoughts from other people who have built a, a strong professional image online. Fair enough, I probably wouldn't have thought when I qualified as an accountant or took a career as a finance professional, I would never have thought about anything to do with online presence. But it was interesting also in the article at the start, it quotes a recent survey by Robert Half International, the financial staffing firm, and they found that nearly half of hiring managers were really impressed when job candidates provided online portfolios of work already and also had developed connections with employees of their own business on these professional networking sites, such as LinkedIn and so on. And having a strong presence online, especially on you know these business networking sites like LinkedIn, can really help finance professionals and accountants build up their networks while also keeping up on top of important trends that might be developing. And you know, without those sort of sites, strength in the numbers probably would have not grown as fast as it has. It probably would have been more difficult to identify potential guest mentors and also a comment on the various content and trends and ideas and insights that are out there, as well as message when a new episode was up or or that we'd recorded an interview with a certain guest mentor. So, you know, if we were to break down the advice in the article, it's maybe three steps. The first one really was to choose the right platform. It's nearly impossible to be effectively engaged across multiple platforms you're probably spreading yourself too thinly and it's very easy to get overwhelmed. Now, uh, some might be better than others. It really depends on what you're looking for. So I found Twitter probably good to follow, but you're not going to make much of a dent in there. Um, so it's a bit like uh, shouting in a really large hall and hoping someone can hear you. Um, then you suppose you've got Instagram, which is very popular at the moment, requires more of a visual type engagement. Uh, and actually, it's very popular with the younger crowd within our profession. Facebook, um, definitely it, it's got some potential, but it's more steered towards personal interactions, probably not viewed upon as favorably professionally. Although I've known employers to go check out people's Facebook profiles if they want to sort of get up to, uh, you know, get up to speed in terms of what they're up to outside of their professional work. So LinkedIn really still remains the most promising platform, although I probably don't spend as much time on it as myself. I prefer engaging on groups on various certain sites. The second bit of advice given was to know your brand. And actually, that was given by Jenny Oconco, who was also one of our first guest mentors on the show. And in the article, Jenny shares how she brands herself as a public speaker, finance leader, volunteer, and so on, and also the work she's done with the Black Female Accountants Network, BFAN, and I highly encourage your audience to go check that work out. And by knowing your brand, it really helps you understand when you engage online, the things you should be engaging on, the interactions you're looking for. 
it just allows a little bit more focus and you'll actually get a bit more out of it but also get a better brand that suits with the profile you're trying to build. Uh, and I suppose the third bit of advice that I thought resonated really well and I'm a big believer you really shouldn't assume in life but maybe this could be an exception I'd make to that rule is that assume everyone's looking. You know, you have to realize nowadays that the moment you crop up online, there's a very good chance uh, potential employers or potential contacts are actually already looking at your profile. And this is a, a point that Michael Steinitz makes. He's a, an executive director at Account Temps. And he even goes so far to suggest that people should Google themselves. Now, I know some of you listening in have probably already done this. But, you know, if you haven't for a while or you've never done it, notice what pops up when you put your name in. Um, how would a potential employer, if you were a potential employer, how would you view your profile? You know, are there any sort of precarious photographs that you were tagged in, perhaps you maybe need to untag yourself in? Or any regrettable back and forth conversations you might have had on another social media platform, even LinkedIn? Or, or have you, you know, really set the right privacy settings so only your true friends can sort of see those and other people that you don't want to see them can't. Because if you can't be prepared to, to eliminate the sort of negative sides of your sort of profile or out of work profile, then be prepared to be able to talk about it. So, you know, if you do that, assume everyone's looking, it might allow you to get a bit of control over it. And I suppose, look, there was a few things I didn't mention in the article, so let's maybe call, call this a bonus section for SITN listeners. Um, and maybe you could call it the three C's. Uh, so when I approach social media nowadays, the first thing I sort of first see I go with is connect. It's to, you know, engage in a new conversation connection. Where can I help? Or if I can't necessarily help someone, how can I connect two people or more in my network to engage in a good conversation that might help each other? So I'm actively listening, understand where I can add value, what people's haves and wants gaps are. And it may not may be me uh, providing that value. It may be connecting others to provide that value. The other C is the comment. You know, if you find something that resonates with you or something that might not necessarily uh, jive with your thinking, leave a constructive comment. You know, show your your thoughtfulness and your ability to reflect and add some value to a conversation. But I do encourage keep it constructive. You know, it's. It's, it takes some people a lot of courage to put an article and their thoughts out there for the rest of the world to critique. So just bear that in mind and, you know, not saying go easy, but just just be balanced in how you critique what they've done. And then the final C, I suppose, is the care. From that expression, sharing is caring or caring is sharing. If you find a resource that you feel those in your network would find useful, share it. And if you do those three things uh, every single time you're on there, you're going to build up a, a stronger reputation or image of someone who knows how to handle themselves, conduct themselves online. It will add to your strength of profile. And those three things can be done very, very quickly. doesn't take an awful lot of time. And I'm not saying you should go online every day, but maybe start doing that once a week or every other day. That adds up to, you know, if it's once a week, 50 times, if it's twice a week, 100 times a year and you do that over two or three years, that's a lot of impressions you're leaving with people in your network or people checking your profile out. So a very easy way to, to get it right and build that presence. And that's why we invite guest mentors onto the Strength in the Numbers show to share with you what they're learning 
about building and boosting their online presence, their professional image online, so that you maybe can avoid going down some of the rat holes or having to experience some of the hard won lessons, like when you get trolled and things like that. You know, and what they share might not work for you, but at least you've got a path to follow and at least it'll get you started. And then you can adapt what they've done to your own way and make it your own so you're actually much more comfortable online. So look, hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please remember to share it with your friends and colleagues. You can subscribe on all the major platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube and Spotify. And we really appreciate you investing your time with us today. So until next time, take care of yourselves and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers.